Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is your host, Ursula Odom, and I am the CEO of Sula2, a legacy writing and publishing company. And we will capture, preserve, and present your legacy information by any means possible, in any form possible, for your company and for yourself, even for your family. So this morning, that's what I get to do for NABWIC. I get to bring to you members of the organization, and people outside of the organization that could benefit our organization and yourself with the information that they have. And I get to to listen to the stories. How did they get to be who they are? And I just love that. And that's what I bring to you this morning. Today, my guest is Katina McClinton. Good morning, Katina. Just one second, because you can't respond. Now you can. Good morning, Katina. Good morning. How are you? I'm just fine. So glad to talk to you because I know you have rocked and rolled for quite a while, and I want to hear this story because I had a little bit of it as we um, worked together recently, but I want to know the whole story and share it with the audience. So first of all, let's talk about your company. Now, you're the owner of Fresh Start Development. And that is, a, I know, a Florida-based company, full-service contractor with broad experience serving both the public and private sector clients. And for 17 years now, you have grown steadily and become the most recommended, one of the most recommended minority con- contractors in the industry in Florida. And you oversee projects from small interior renovations to new b- bills for commercial and residential buildings. Now, that's a lot, but tell me from your point of view, what all do you do and how do you do it? What is Fresh Start Development? Fresh Start Development is a commercial and residential contractor with a Class A license that's woman-owned, minority-certified, and been in business for 14 years. And what Fresh Start does is make sure the client is satisfied with all their needs as far as their building or home is concerned. Okay. And I've been doing that 17 years now, um, and I started in 2001, and 
went on to get my license in 2007. How did you get started? I mean, what what is it that that drew you to this industry? A friend of mine um, had no knowledge of the industry at all. A friend of mine asked me to uh, go in business with him, and the first two times I said no because I was like, I don't have any money to do that. And the third time he called and asked again. He said, well, you don't need any money. Just show you how to do it. I was like, okay. So that's how I started. Started doing renovations, and we went on to pursue uh, renovations and flips and um, started selling the property. Once we finished the property, started selling the properties to the community, and that went on for quite some time until the market crashed. <laughs> um, and as I was doing it, I liked the idea of making money and putting my ideas or putting uh, looking at um, their vision and bringing their vision to light. Um, okay, question for you. Back up to that first job because this is a fascinating area for me because at one point in time I wanted to do that. In fact, my first house was a a duplex that I lived upstairs and rented downstairs and basically lived rent-free because um, the rent paid my mortgage. So I've always been fascinated with that whole concept. But when he said to you that you didn't need money, just what you do, what exactly did you do? What contribution did you make to the effort? Um, my expertise and my knowledge as far as um, getting to – you know, putting give, giving them new ideas. So I guess I gave a another idea that they didn't think about. So I'm good mm-hmm. at cultivating new new energy and making it go forward. And that first project, how did it go? I mean, um, for someone that doesn't know what you're what you what that is at all, help the, help us see what you did. I mean, how that whole project came together, all of you. What was that first effort? The first effort was uh, we bought, um, if I can remember correctly, we bought a house for I think it was, uh, I think it was like maybe nineteen grand, and we went and we uh, renovated it. And what it needed was a full renovation. So it needed floors, it needed siding, which is the outside. Um, it needed paint in and out. It needed. Um, it needed to. It had some drywall damage, so we fixed the drywall inside. Uh, we put appliances inside, and we finished that up. And I actually kept that property as a rental property. That was the first one I kept as a rental property. Wow. Do you still and, have it? No, I sold it. I sold it in 2008, so I kept it for quite some time as a rental uh-huh. property. Nice. But, so today, um, let's say I wanted to to start now, <laughs> or restart, I should say. You bought a house for 19000 Is it what's What would be a reasonable expectation to, to find a house today um, to do what you did? So to find a house today, it, all, it depends on the market, where are you buying from um, mm-hmm. to get your, your greater return in your investment. So you want to look at the market, where you're buying from, and look at the value in that market, not just the house itself, but the area, the neighborhood where you're buying from, and mm-hmm. move on to uh, to look at what's 
its potential, whether you want to keep it as a rental or whether you want to uh, fix it and flip it to a consumer. So that you, it's different steps you would look at it in terms of keeping it or flipping it to, to a consumer. Okay, so it's a numbers game, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess what I'm 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 being real. I'm interested. <laughs> so, is it possible, say, if I wanted to rent some, I mean, wanted to rent a, a fix, find something, fix it up, and rent it, um, and realizing that the neighborhood may not be the best, um, say, in the worst neighborhood in the area, what would be a, a price? you might be able to find something. The worst area. The worst area, maybe. Don't um, name it, but I, I mean, don't tell me the neighborhood, but, <laughs> but in your mind, whatever the worst neighborhood is, what would you be able to find something? Maybe sixty, seventy thousand, 70000 and there's other means of getting something cheaper, like tax. There's so many different areas you can get something cheaper, tax deeds, certificates uh, by getting those, knowing somebody that knows somebody that's trying to sell a property, they sell it for cheaper. So there's so many different ways to get a property for much cheaper than um, you would probably buy on on the MLS listing. I see. Okay. All right. So tell me about some other things that, that have led you to where you are today. Well, when I did receive my license, I was so excited that I did pass the test and moved on to um, building. Uh, what? Well, let me back up a little bit. I was doing, as I was doing, studying for my test, I was already in the mentoring process, someone mentoring me how to do what I'm doing. So I was doing a couple houses, um, renovating a commercial project, uh, doing an addition, and building my own house, the one I actually stay in now. Um, so that helped me shape what I was doing for my future to see, okay, which area I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in commercial, residential, industrial. So that helped me shape, okay, I'm going to stay in residential and commercial. And as I uh, was going forward, it just helped me shape, okay, do I want to stay on the private side or the public side? There's two different sectors. Um, I mainly work on the private side, but I do indulge in the public sector as well, meaning federal, county, state, local things that they put out there to bid for anything in the air, in your area or uh, any, like, police departments. Those are called local police departments, federal government contracts. That's, that's what those are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so how did you get involved with NAWIC? Because this is the reason that we're talking National Association of Black Women in Construction. You are certainly uh, a member and a key member. So tell me about your NAWIC experience. So NAWIC, how did I get involved with NAWIC? Um, if I remember correctly, Carol Ransom, she's another sister in the organization. She's a um, She's a, I think she's a, she's a general contractor as well as, if I'm not mistaken, and she invited me to a meeting, a luncheon, um, and I sat in with at the luncheon, and that's my first time meeting 
I think didn't Miss Ann come? I don't think she was there at that first meeting. I'm not for sure. But I sat at that meeting. And I was like, okay, this is something different. But National Association of Black Women in Construction. I like the name. So I sat there and indulged in this conversation and see where you know what they were talking about and where where they were gonna what they're gonna be doing in the future. So I signed up, and that's how I became a member. And okay. Well, I was going to ask, has it helped you at all? Oh, yes, definitely. There's so many ways that the sisterhood sisterhood has um, helped me out, is elevating me to doing more things, giving me new ideas to become a better uh, person and a better contractor, uh, you know, to move forward in my business. I have so much more. I've gained so much knowledge, and I've actually just uh, passed my roofing test, so I'm on my way to get my roofing license and also my mold um, mediation and mold assessor license as well. So I've taken those tests and seeking other other means other means of other streams of income. So this is that's what it has taught me to think and grow rich. <laughs> <laughs> and we know the the depths of that because as a part of the organization, we haven't. Um, several means of going through that book, including on Friday mornings with Robin McDonald, um, where we go through Think and Grow Rich, and then there are mastermind groups that are associated with it. So this is an organization that truly believes in Think and Grow Rich, and as led by the master builder, Ms. Ann McNeil. So um, I, I know that a part of the process is goal setting when you when you're associated with this organization and think and grow rich. How has your goals changed? It opened up my mind to broaden my horizons to think about what I can do at this moment to have a dream and to set a goal and make it come to fruition. So Last year, I set a goal that I wanted to make this, have this much in contracts. I exceeded in that goal. Now I've set another goal, say I want to do this, this, and this, and I'm just moving towards those things to make sure they happen. I have to admit, one of the things that is a um, benefit for me along the lines of goal setting is that once you start talking to people about what you are doing and what you want to do and how much you're going to do, and let's say an opportunity is sitting in front of you <laughs> and you have a choice of talking to that person or not, and this is a person that could advance your career or your business or what have you, and maybe it's someone at a level that you don't feel that you're you're at and there's some apprehension about approaching someone. Well, when you started talking to the members of NABWIC and Thinking Grow Rich Masterminds, and you've told them that you're going to move, and this person is sitting in front of you, you will get up, go over, and approach because you know that you can't let the opportunity pass because you've got to make your goals. You just, you just cannot go back and say, I didn't do anything. And, you know, I didn't make my goal, but what did you do? Nothing. Well, you have to do something, and that's what an organization like this does. It holds you accountable. It makes you it motivates you to take action, whether the action is successful or not, or rather the action um, is the right one to do. 
it, you just have to do something because sometimes you can stumble upon the right thing. If you say just one of the right words, somebody might pick up on what you're doing. Or if they realize that you don't know what you're talking about or you're not presenting it right correctly, they they can then say, well, this is what you need to do. You need to adjust this way, adjust that way. But none of those things will happen if, in fact, you do not make that first move. So that's one of the things that um, I believe NABWIC and mastermind groups help us in, in, in those ways. Now, I see that we have a guest that wants to ask a question. Who The last number, the, the last part of the number is 1084. I'm about to allow you to ask your question. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. This is Ann McNeil, the master builder, helping to build. <laughs> Stronger and better lives and businesses. And my question for this awesome guest today is if she can share with us how and why she originally got involved with this organization. How and why I got originally involved with the organization is because I like the vision and the mission to help our future, our young children begin a future so they can take it to another level, like I did myself. And that is why I'm, I've been with the organization going on four years now, and I love the organization. It has helped me in so many ways, and I will continue until my last day. Thank you for that question, Ms. McNeil. Well, you know, Good I morning. always like examples. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you be like I was I always like examples. So to say, help me in many ways. There are people who will be listening to this forever and wondering whether or not this organization is for them. And so, if you could give us just one additional way it has helped you, I think it may be beneficial to myself and many of us uh, to really understand what we can do to help support others as they come into the organization. So one example that NABWIC has helped me is to be a leader, a more of a leader. I, I thought I've always been a leader, but kind of a shy leader. Now I've been growing and moving forward to be a better leader. For Of course, for my, my business itself and then also for – uh, Natwick is being on one of their on, on on the board and being the legislative chair, so that has helped me talk. I'm not as shy as I was. Um, it's, it's talk in front of crowd, um, so it has built my self esteem up. Now I have a question based on what you just said. When you were talking about being the legislative chair, one of the things that the organization um, and and encourages us to do is to get involved in the political arena. So with that being said, why is that important and what does this organization do to assist with that? So being involved in, um, in if you first of all, if you're not in politics, you're not in business because our business, is, if, the, if you don't know this, they start at the local level. And when you talk with the, the politicians that's in your area to move, help them move forward so you can move forward, 
that is a way to call to to cultivate and get your business out there and surround yourself with the necessary people to elevate you in the arena that you're in. And then when you go to the state or federal level, in our industry, it's a big help because you want to know where their thoughts are, what they can, how they can use you, or not use you, but, you know, be a service to you and you can be a service to them. Okay. Um, now, I I know that the organization travels to a national convention. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Congressional Black Caucus is always held in September. This year it is September 11th through September 15th, 2019. And we are on our way back for, this is my third time going. I'm sorry, this will be my fourth time going to Congressional Black Caucus. And I hope that you guys will be able to join us because it is awesome to learn who your city officials are and go to the federal level and talk with them on us. Because you have your city officials and you have your federal congressional people, and they're in D.C. working for your area. So if you can go to D.C. and talk to them and get the feel of how they do things there, you'll know and you'll come back and you'll put your best foot forward to move forward in your in your career or what your goal settings or what you're trying to do for your legacy, to leave your legacy for your family. Okay, so with the excitement that I hear in your voice, has tell us about a, a time that you went to the National Congressional Black Caucus and what event or a situation happened that was exciting to you personally? My personal was my first year, and Ms. McNeil was on the panel of labor, Department of Labor. So I was excited about that to see her on. She's a, you know, very mentor, a great mentor for so many people, and she's on that panel talking about uh, Department of Labor, how things can be done, and that was just exciting for me to see her there um, on that panel and be able to hear her explain her views on how things are going and how things should be moving forward. So that was exciting. And the other things that when we get there, we're able to talk about our uh, – go and talk to our congressional leaders and see what their agendas are and that that to me is fun in itself because you get to tour DC and look at different things and see um your congressional officers and and talk with them and it's just amazing to me just just to go up there and be in the midst of everything that's going on. It's the Congressional Black Caucus. So many people up there at that time and different it's, there's different venues that's going on, and it's just a, it's a lot that it's something that you would need to experience for yourself. Okay, well, thank you. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to go a little bit deeper into some of the things that you do and the experiences you've had with the organization, and um, just. Explore just a little bit more. So for those of you that are listening and that are a part, I can see your numbers. And if you'd like to ask a question, 
press 1, and that will let me know that you want to. And if you've already asked the question, press 1 so I'll know that you're not asking again. Um, See you on the other side of the break. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com NABWIC. Thank you, and we're back. Welcome back to NABWIC Talks, and this is Ursula Odom, your host with Katina McClinton. And Katina, we have someone calling that would like to share some information with you. Her name is Faye Lewis. So, Faye, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks. Good morning, good morning. I want to first congratulate Katina on being an excellent uh, general contractor and teaming partner. She is so brilliant with her knowledge in the construction industry, and she and I have worked together on a few projects, federal and city level. And I just wanted to ask Ms. Katina, where do you see yourself in five years now? God, where do I see what are your goals? My yeah. goals is to have um, have a couple of for personal goals is to have a couple of um, foster care homes. Um, personally, I love kids. I have eleven god kids. I don't know, but <laughs> I have eleven god kids, and uh, I just love kids, and I just want to make sure they're okay. So I said, you know, why not? I want to do that. And then for my business, my goals would be I want to be become an AA certified contractor, networking on the federal level, doing uh, business on the federal level. So hopefully uh, to be to be doing that in the next five years, starting my process of uh, my application within the next year. That is that would be my five year goal. Excellent, excellent, and I hope we continue to be teaming partners because I thoroughly enjoy working with you. Kudos to you. Congratulations, Katina. Love you. you. Thank you, Faye. Okay, so that was wonderful. Thank you, Faye. And I have not closed your mic yet because I love partnerships. I, I would like to know from the two of you, why does this partnership work? For me. Well, for, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll do it. Oh. When I first met Katina, it was something about her that um, we met through NABWIC. I was invited to a function here in the Atlanta area, and she was just special. And, you know, a lot of great special ladies were there, including Ms. Ann. And she and I agreed within minutes of meeting each other, we're going to work together. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So there's never been a time that I've not called on her. Even when we worked the hurricane disaster in Miami, she responds. 
She let me know facts. Can she do something or not? And I like people that are straightforward and deliver. Katina could deliver on anything she set her mind to, not just with me, but on any projects. And I am constantly pursuing work for us and with her and will continue. So that's that was um, one of the reasons I personally wanted to meet and work with Katina. I don't know what Katina thinks. What do you think, Katina, when we met? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we, we met in Atlanta. That was about three years ago, I think. But we yes. totally clicked, and it was something about Faye that, you know, I said, okay, so she has some knowledge that I don't have because she works with the uh, federal government. I said, so this this partnership can work. And we have done that, uh, just like she said. We worked um, in Miami, and we're continuously working now on some uh, city projects, and uh, going to be for, going forward working on some city and federal projects. And uh, when you keep yourself open, and you're able to tell yourself the truth, you can be able to um, let other people know that you're in this to be loyal and um, gain knowledge into gain knowledge from them and to give knowledge out so everybody can win. Wow. Thank you both. And you, someone a- answered part of what I was going to ask is how do you handle differences? How do you not get into um, – irreconcilable differences, you know, where where partnerships break up. What you you answered it, but if you have additional information about that, um, share it at this point, and then I'll let you go, Miss Faye. <laughs> okay, for me, she she and I both know she comes first, I come first. We're loyal. I have faith and trust, and I believe in her skills and I believe in her knowledge. So before we agree on anything, I call her first. And I was like, this guy wants this, 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 this. What do you think? We collaborate together. I respect her. And she is a great professional, and I am too. So we don't have any differences per se. We agree on something. We agree. If we don't, there's a reason for it. Either she has knowledge to not want to do that, or I have knowledge to look at that contract and say this is not good. So we talk about it. We communicate. So for me... I communicate with her first. She comes first, even before the contract is behind me saying, can you do this, can you do that? I said, wait, I have to call Katina. And we three-way talk to them together. We communicate. We don't have any secrets. I'm not hiding nothing from her, and she knows that. I'm loyal. And she is too. All right. That's how I feel. So I, just, I can't say any more. This is ditto. That's it. <laughs> so what works works. <laughs> yeah, what works, works. Communication. Communication yep, is the key. That's it. Well, thank you both for that. I, I that was a, a turn that I didn't expect, but I really appreciate because I think our audience will benefit from that. Because when we're working with other people, we need to know how to make this work because you we have so much on the line. And to hear how you're doing it is is motivating and encouraging, you know. So Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. So, Katina, with that being said, what else would you like to share that maybe I have not asked you? Um, what else I would like to share? So, I don't, I mean, a lot of people, they do know I'm a mother of two and I'm a grandma of three. 
have a 27-year-old. She'll be 27 next uh, in the two weeks, 25, and then my grandbabies are uh, eight, three, and seven months. And I enjoy families. Um, and for my business, uh, just look for Fresh Start Development. Okay, so you open the door to something else I'd like to ask you about. With family, multiple generations now, how are you passing this on to them? Or what kind of reaction are you getting from you young people? Ooh. So my my girls do not want to be in the industry that I, I'm in, but they do want to have their own business. And that in itself says, okay, I'm doing something right because they want to follow of being an entrepreneur. So my oldest daughter, she's a nurse, and she says she's uh, looking into doing a, being a nurse practitioner so she can have her own, her own office. So um, that's something that, um, that I feel like me as being an entrepreneur pers- person that she will follow. And, you know, she's doing her own thing, not in my field, but, you know, course she's looking at how I'm doing things and want to do her own thing and then my my oh my the youngest daughter she does hair she's a licensed braider um and she has her own business in doing that so it's just for me it, they're looking at you know mommy she doesn't go to a nine to five job she has her own business I want to do that too so that's I think that's what I'm passing on to my my girls to learn how to be independent, and have your own. So with them not going into the same business as you, what that brings to mind for me is that you haven't created clones, but you but they have actually picked the part of you that they want to include in their lives and they're, they're living their own lives. And I think that's a testament too. I, I think that's wonderful that they saw yeah. something wonderful in what you're doing and, and added that to their lives. That's yeah, cool. I think I, I started them when they were little because I had I took them on you know a, a lot of um, houses and um, yeah I, they had to help clean up and <laughs> so I think I started them with that. But <laughs> well, you but, know, uh, I tell you what happens sometimes. Uh, I'm sorry. I, uh, what what that reminds me of is that uh, sometimes early on they hate what you're doing because they're they're so involved with it. But as time goes on they find themselves gravitating toward it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if either one of them ended up building their own complexes. Like for instance, the nurse having a nurse's complex or the the braider having a complex where she has other braiders and and what have you. So you, you never know how it may manifest itself, but it'll probably show up again sooner or later. The whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. With that, um, I how can people get in touch with you to do business with you and then what what's the best way for the conversation to start between you and a client? The best way for a conversation to start with me and a client is to call me at eight one three seven five eight five three four five. Or go to my website at www.freshstartdevelops.com and put your information in the info, and I will get an email and start a conversation with that client. And if they have a project they want me to look at, 
commercial or residential, new or renovation, I'm able to pursue in those areas. All right. Well, Katina, thank you so very much for being a guest and a member of NABWIC and sharing your experiences both in and out of NABWIC. Well, NABWIC is all-inclusive with us right now because it helps us with our goals and our future. So thank you for sharing your entire experience with us. Thank you. Now, for my listening audience, those of you that are members, you know this is a benefit for you. So our program director, Tina Williams, CEO of Williams Professional Water Restoration Service, LLC, is looking for you. So sign up with her. As a member, you know it's a service. For those of you that are not members, it's time to join. Go to our website and see what it's all about. You've heard about what we do, so be a part. And it's not just about women. We have men, too. It is all-inclusive. All right. So with that, next week, we'll... We'll be back with another wonderful guest, and I look to have you join us as well. So take care. Have a wonderful week. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.